Welcome to the Life Fellowship Ministries International Broadcast. Our mission is to develop, maintain, and model personal intimacy with Jesus Christ. And now, join us for the Life Fellowship Experience. Would you please join me in prayer? Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you, and I thank you, Lord, that you will give to me the words from your lips to see to the people the burden of your heart for us, Lord. I know that you always have something exciting, challenging, and good for us. So, Father, I just ask now that you would open our spiritual ears, open our spiritual eyes, that we may see and hear you in a way that we've never heard before. In the precious name of Jesus, covered and washed by his blood, Holy Spirit, speak even now. Amen. All right, so today is the National Day of Honoring Mothers. It was designated to be held on the second Sunday in May by President Woodrow Wilson in 1914. This has been around for a while. The holiday came as a result of the influence, the persuasion, and the persistence of a Miss Anna Jarvis. Um, Anna loved her mom. She, she really did. And she purposed to have one special day every year to be designated for us to acknowledge and focus and honor the sacrifices mothers make for their children. And um, I, I know that we are born, we're sitting here, so we all have a mom. And uh, so it made it possible for everyone to participate in this day. And some get to participate in two ways, both to honor a mother and to be honored as a mother. But you see, to Anna's disappointment, <laughs> the holiday was pounced upon by very eager entrepreneurs. They became filled with, the day became filled with day, or I won't name anyone, cards, especially for Mother's Day. Mother's Day cards had never been before, and then there they were. Flowers fly off the shelf. Boxes of chocolate are handed out. Small little gifts are given to moms. Some of them are even handmade. Those are the most precious. And restaurant reservations are through the roof. It was so disappointing to her, and she became so frustrated that what she had intended had, in her opinion, been corrupted by the commercialism that she herself actually went back and petitioned to have the holiday removed as a national holiday. Yeah, well, she, she didn't succeed in that, obviously. But I can understand her frustration because her heart was in a different place when it started out. And just out of curiosity, as I checked to see how this all came about, I uh, looked at other countries and wondered if they, too, uh, celebrate Mother's Day. And indeed, there are many countries that do celebrate Mother's Day, just like the United States. And just like the United States, they even have designated for the second Sunday in May. And unfortunately, just like the United States, it's very highly commercialized. So um, I'm not here to say 
don't give moms flowers. Don't give moms chocolate. Because I'd, I'd get really hung after this show if I did this. But what I'm saying is that, you know, let's, how about if we just take a fresh look at what Anna desired and what it has become. Um, what's a mother? If we had to define one, in its purest definition, a mom is someone who is given birth. We agree? Yes, I do. And so, um, you know that I myself have not birthed the child. So I long to and sit with my friends and often ask them to share their experience with me. And I love their stories because they tell me that after weeks of morning sickness, or some for some, it's an afternoon or evening sickness. After weeks of going through sickness daily, after months of this growth that is skin stretching and makes it very difficult to walk, and after the onset of this excruciating pain as the birthing process begins, oh! The screaming, the hurting, the yelling, and then they get to see the child. And their heart is immediately filled with a love so intense and immense. They didn't even know they had the possibility to love that deeply and that much. And often, all the things that I just described to you are quickly erased and they're willing to do it again. That's amazing. Um, mothers are also considered, and I, I realize we have some exceptions, and we'll deal with that in a little bit, to be the first source of nurturing and caring for a child. They're also considered to be the primary one of the primary persons because um, the other one is dad, and we'll deal with him later today. Our focus is just going to be on the moms. Who demonstrate love in these ways. Through correction, through teaching, and of course through showing their child how to become a successful adult. Now our pastor has taught us very well the ways that a child learns is by Three best ways. What you example that the child learns. Um, and I also want to tell you that the idea to honor the mother, as Anna Jar Jarvis's desire was, did not come initially from her, nor was it by the hand of Woodrow Wilson. It was someone much greater. In recorded in Exodus... Chapter 20, verse 12, God said this, Honor your father and mother. Now, there's more to that verse, and we'll come back to it in just a little bit. But see, God said it first. Honor your father and mother. So what I would like to focus on is that key word, honor. Because too often, we make it what we think it should be. <laughs> and we dole it out to whom we think we should be doled out to. But I think that if we understood the meaning of honor and the principle of honor, 
It would not be in our head, but in our heart. It would become a lifestyle for us. And honor should be a lifestyle for us because honor demonstrates how we evaluate each other. Let me tell you that again. By honor, we demonstrate how we value each other. The Hebrew word for honor is kabod. And it literally means something heavy or weighty. Now, when we use it figuratively, what it means is to give to a person a position of respect in your life or to give a person a position of authority in your life. You see, honor is something that we have within us. But it's not an honor until we give it to someone. And typically, we choose who we give honor to based on their position, maybe their title, maybe their status, <laughs> wealth. And those are things that we would use to evaluate how and to whom we would give it. Honor is also something that we can give to someone and should simply because of their character. Honor from the heart should be demonstrated by this. Oh, I, I wish all the kids were in here. Oh, all the kids are. It is demonstrated by an attitude of respect, of courtesy. Boy, that's a word we don't hear much in this generation, do we? And also, it should be accompanied by the appropriate attention given to someone, and in some cases, even appropriate obedience. Honor without action is simply lip service. It's not honor at all. And of course, we all would agree, and we all know, that the one to whom our honor should be given, the one we should honor above all else, is God. I'll give it to us even in the same way we might choose to give it to others. His position? <laughs> He's the sovereign creator. Can't get above that. His title? Lord of all. His status? Everlasting father. His wealth? The earth and everything in it belong to him. His character? He's loving, he's gracious, he's merciful, he's kind, he's mighty, and he's glorious. It is this one to whom all honor is due, to all honor belongs. It is that one who tells us to give honor to our mother and father. That should get our attention. But for today, let's just focus on mom because after all, it is Mother's Day. Let me tell you what God did not say. God did not say, okay, let's talk. Honor your mother if she is the ideal mom who is perfect in her Christian walk, the best cook ever, the perfect homemaker, and has never made any mistakes. 
uh, if that were the case, no honor would be for any mother. I'd even put Anna Jarvis's mother in there without concern that I'm wrong. There's no such thing, nor did God say that to us. It's not about the perfection of a person that determines if we should honor them or not. It's about the perfection of our God that determines to whom we give honor. He asks us not to qualify the person. He tells us, honor them. And there's some areas, I know that the fifth commandment of the 10 is the honoring of the mother and the father, but there's other things that the Lord asks us to honor under his definition of giving weight, of giving, you know, it's heavy to honor somebody. If you think of it in terms of gold, you think it's only a little bit, but he's saying give it all honor. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4, he says this to us, give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. Let's just think about that for a moment. I don't want you to raise your hand. I don't want you to consider how many marriages you know are not honored. But see, that's his command to us. We don't know who the writer we don't know, let me rephrase that, we don't know who scripted the book of Hebrews, I have my own suspicions, but it's the Holy Spirit who dictated it all. And by the Holy Spirit, he said, honor your marriage. And I've already told you what that means. And let me go back to that, just in case you might have forgotten, demonstrated by an attitude of respect, to be courteous, to give proper attention, Men, look up here. And in some cases, even obedience. Honor the marriage. It doesn't say honor the wife or honor the husband. Honor the institution of marriage. So even if you are not the one who is married, you will honor those who are. You will honor that institution. Because we know it is difficult and we want to blame that the women have joined the workforce, that have made the men so vulnerable to someone coming into them. But we saw that whole thing exampled for us in the Garden of Eden when a snake came in and through wily speaking was able to cause the, man, the woman first and then the man to disobey. In the same way, you can consider it if you ever wanted to come involved with a married person or if a married person has someone come to them to get involved in their hearts and in their lives god has already put the boundary around that he's not saying if the marriage is good he didn't say if the marriage was perfect he said honor the institution which by the way was the first thing he created even before the commandments came along honor the marriage. In Romans chapter 12, verse 10, he says this, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Boy, that just broadened the ballpark, didn't it? Not just the institution and the people who are married, 
But now he's saying all your brothers and sisters in Christ. Love each other. Genuinely love each other. Brotherly love each other. Sisterly love each other. Because we've already had the, the boundaries of the marriage put in place. Now he's saying love each other. But the part I want us to really look at is and take delight in honoring one another. Because, you know, I think there is someone in every church that you have a hard time honoring. And God said, don't judge them in that manner. Don't make them qualify for your honor. Honor them because he said so. It's how he wants us to respond to one another. And then thirdly, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17, he says, in the NLT, it says this word, respect. In several other translations that I looked, the word honor was used. So I think I've asked them to put it up in the NLT with the word honor in parentheses. And I'm going to read it as such. Honor everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and honor, respect the king. Um, well, I don't know what's left out of there as far as who to whom we have to give honor to. When he said respect the king, honor the king, I know this is going to be hard to swallow. He's talking about the government. He's talking about the government. I don't need to know your stand on it. I just need to know his. And his stand is honor. Honor the king. Now, we won't even go into all the politics and all that it concerns because the position itself should call for us to be cautious with our words, cautious with our attitude, respectful towards the position. But going back to Mother's Day, I want to say that parents are the first governing authority in a child's life. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. And it is God whom determines who's in authority. Romans 13, 1, Paul wrote it this way, everyone. Who does that mean? It's all. Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in position of authority have been placed there by God. I understand what you're going to tell me, because I've been told already. You mean to tell me that those bad men and, and rulers, they, God did that? In manner, yes, because what he did was take his hand off. They didn't want his input. They didn't want to know who he wanted. And I can tell you the 10 people we know who actually pray before they vote, which is something we should all do as believers. And if God tells you to vote for the one you didn't want to vote for, obey God. All authority is placed by God because he has the bigger picture. And as I was taught so many times, anything that drives you to your knees isn't all bad. God did not say, honor those who we think deserves our honor. He said, honor your mother. And I know, I know, there are some who would tell me, 
You didn't know my mom, Pastor Christine. If you had known her, you would know there was nothing I could honor about her. You know what I would tell you? I understand. Um, most people don't know this, but I had a difficult mother. I still bear the physical scars I received by her hand. But my, as my relationship with the Lord grew, I got to a place where I was determined, determined to give forgiveness to someone who didn't ask my forgiveness, didn't seek my forgiveness, didn't even think there was anything to be forgiven for. But I knew what my Lord was telling me. And I made a call to her. And I told her that I forgave her and that I loved her. And it was the most freeing thing I've ever done in my life. Because in obedience to the Lord and for the things that he placed in my heart, it was good for me not to have to carry that burden anymore. Hurt and hate are heavier than even giving someone honor. Um, she's no longer living, but she's still my mom. And I'm here today because she bore me. And she bore me because the Lord permitted her to. Now let me go ahead and reverse that the other way. Because I've also sat with moms who said, I've done everything I know to do. And I've prayed for my child every day. And that child is still wild on the streets. Still disobedient. Still so steeped in, and you can fill the blanks. There is no honor from that child towards me. And for that, Mom, I tell you, God sees you. And this is what I love about a mother's heart. Do you know how many times they say, and I hate my child? No, rare. They may put that up as a front, but deep in their heart, they know what they went through to have that child. And if the, they had done all that they could, and that child still turned disobedient, it gives me a glimpse into the Lord's depth of hurt over us as his lost children when we turned our face and neglect him. But I encourage that woman because I know the story that the Lord gave us about the son who went away and had prodigal living and spent all that he could and found himself without anything in a time when even food was scarce. And he said, I love the translation. I believe it's the New King James. It says, when he came to his senses, and they do, eventually come to senses. The father had never, the, the, the parent had never stopped praying for them, and that's what I encourage the mothers to do. Keep praying. Keep praying. You serve a faithful God. But he came back because he said, hey, even the people who work for my dad have it better than I do. I'm going to go to dad and tell him this. I was wrong. I was wrong, and I sinned against you. And um, I, I'm just asking you to take me 
anywhere. Let me, let me scrub your floors. And the father said, no, I'm going to take you back fully. Get me a robe. Get me a ring. That's the way I encourage a mother who has a child who is difficult. You serve a God and have a father who's greater than the problem. Just keep on praying. Now, I said, if we understood the meaning of honor and the principle of honor, it could change our lives. The principle of honor, what's required to give anyone honor is something that most of us struggle with and have a hard time with. It's called humility. True humility. That's the principle of honor. When we come to the realization that there is nothing, nothing hidden from God, we should begin to examine ourselves because even our thoughts, our intentions are revealed to him. And the more that you see yourself clearly and truly, uh, you get to a point where you can't even stand yourself. And yet, God loves us. And he loves us with an agape love, which is perfect and unconditional. Just the realization of such love given to us should cause us to become humbled to the bone. No, not the bone, even the marrow within the bone. We should realize we are greatly loved. And we know what we've done. We know what we think. And we're before a holy God who says, yes, I see it. I know it even before you do. And still, I choose to love you. Let's return to Exodus and let's finish this first, please. Exodus twenty twelve. The rest of the verse after, honor your father and mother. The Lord says this, then you will live a long full life in the hand in the land the lord your god has given you it's a promise if then but it requires it requires for us to understand what he's saying when he says honor it requires us to understand honor requires us to be humble it's not up to us to determine who we're going to be honoring because God made it very clear. Marriage, everyone in the family of God, and uh, the government. Did I leave anything out? He says, humble yourselves and just honor them. He created them just like he created us. Our Lord knows that it takes us to die to ourself and to yield, completely surrender to him. And that gives us the ability to humble ourselves and to prefer one another in the body of Christ. And he says, then the world's going to know by your love for one another that you're mine. And since this day is called Mother's Day, Let's make the decision to forgive, to love, and to honor our children. Ha! Huh. To forgive, 
and to love and to honor our mothers. So the Lord has commanded it. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Christine. You've given us a lot to think about and consider. And, you know, I, I, I love this scripture that says that we're to, to truly love one another and also honor one another. And if, if we did that, think how our world would be different. Think about how our lives would be different. And this morning, as we always do, I'd like for you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Maybe you're here this morning and you say, I... I really want to rededicate my life or give my life to the Lord. If that's you, would you slip up your hand? Anybody here this morning? There's no shame in that. Anybody here? Maybe you're watching online and you would say, Pastor Mark, that's me. And I'd like for you to just pray this prayer. Just repeat after me. Just just say, Dear Jesus, I come to you today and, and I give you my heart. I give you my life, and I ask you to forgive me for all my sins, and I receive your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, and I thank you for this new beginning. I thank you for this new start, and I pray that you would just continue to, to fill my heart with more of your love, and that you would help me to walk in this new beginning, in this freshness of life. And I want to pray one more prayer for you if you prayed that prayer. Lord God, I pray for those that have prayed that prayer. I pray that your word would come alive as they read your word and that as they spend time in prayer that they would um, just have a greater sensitivity to your Holy Spirit speaking to their hearts and speaking to their lives and that they would just experience you in a fresh new way. So Lord, we pray these prayers with great expectation. In Jesus' name. We hope today's message encouraged you. For more information about our church, please visit our website, lifefellowship.me. We invite you to join us again next week for another life-changing, uplifting message. And remember to live it.